The Buckler Brothers, written by Stephen Cosgrove. Uh, that's me. Dedicated to Richard and David Russey. Never buglers, but always brothers. Still, they stole my friendship years and years ago. As you lay on a crisp fall day in a warm and sunny place, don't look up into the skies. Instead, look down and squint your eyes. Squint your eyes so very tight, and if you look with all your might, you'll find the land of more than small. In this land live bugs, that's all. Water from creeks and streams all over more than small pours into the twisty river. Filled to its banks, the river slowly flows like syrup off a stack of griddle cakes. The river gently winds its way through the countryside, down to the little town of Bugville. Here, fresh water joins the salt water of Biddlebug Bay. The waves softly slap against the hulls of the bumper boats, the tugboats of Biddle's Tug and Tow. From the top of Foggy Bottom Lighthouse, you can see the water stretch for miles and miles. Truly, Bugville is the perfect place for bugs to work and play their lives away. But everything is not perfect in Bugville. Even here, there is a bad part of town, just a sneaky skip across Sticky Finger Bridge. Most of the buildings on this side of the river are abandoned, doors and windows boarded up. Few, if any, bugs live here. Few, that is, except for two very bad bugs, the twin brothers, Pilfer and Pinch Plop. Oddly, no one calls them by their given names. They are simply called the Bugler Brothers. For you see, they are thieves who steal anything and everything they can. These are bad bugs living in a bad part of town. Now, every day the Bugler Brothers sneaked across Sticky Finger Bridge and into downtown Bugville. Running from shadow to shadow, they slipped through town looking for something to steal. Their favorite store to steal from was Bugville Toy and Game near the corner of Mum Street in Maine. Just last week, the twins slipped into the store and sneaked from aisle to aisle. Before you could sniffle or sneeze, they were out the door and gone. Out the door and gone with a bump ball that didn't belong to them. Poor Mr. McSquint, the owner of Bugville Toy and Game, didn't even know what had happened. Laughing with glee, the Bugler brothers zipped back across Sticky Finger Bridge and to the bad side of town. Down Wishy-Washy Way and around the block to Grudge Road, they ran to the place they called home. Sure that they hadn't been followed, the brothers played with the ball they had stolen. But playing bump ball alone with your brother can be pretty boring. For, as every bug knows, bump ball is best played with teams of six friends or more. Sadly, though, the Bugler brothers didn't have any friends. It's hard to have friends when you steal from every bug you meet. A few days later, the Bugler brothers spied Snug Flitter looking through the window of the toy store. The little bug was staring at a brand new bug ball mitt. He didn't even hear Pilfer and Pinch sneak up beside him. Hey, what's up, little bitty buddy bug? Pinch asked as he snaked his arm over Snug's shoulders. Nice looking mitt, giggled Pilfer. Do you play bug ball? The brothers fired the question so fast that Snug couldn't even tell they had stolen his friendship. Yeah, sighed Snug. That sure is a cool mitt. Someday, if I save up all my money, I'm going to buy one just like it. Why wait? Why not take it now? asked Pinch. After all, giggled Pilfer, old McSquint has got hundreds of those mitts. 
He'll never miss just one. Besides, you wouldn't be stealing the mitt. You'd just be borrowing it, laughed Pinch. You don't get in trouble for borrowing, do you? Well, I don't know, said Snug. Come with us, they said. We'll show you how to borrow a whole bunch of stuff. Just as they had promised, the Bugler Brothers took Snug from store to store, borrowing everything in sight. They borrowed candles, candy, clothes, and a camera. Why, they even borrowed a caramel-colored caterpillar from the Bugville Pet Store. See, they bragged, there's nothing to it. You find something you like, make sure no one is looking, and then borrow it. Snug wasn't sure, but he liked that bug ball mitt, and borrowing looked easy. Besides, it would take him at least a year to save up the money to buy the mitt. This way, he could use the mitt now. He wouldn't have to wait. That afternoon, Snug and the Bugler Brothers went back to the toy store. While the twins safely watched from outside, Snug sneaked inside the store. Nervously looking around for Mr. McSquint, he walked to the counter, stacked with mitts. Snug was scared. Very scared. He knew stealing was wrong, but he really wanted to mitt. So, remembering what the Bugler Brothers had taught him, Snug borrowed a mitt. He stuffed the mitt under his shirt and slipped right out the door. He hadn't taken more than three steps when a deep voice froze him in his track. Stop, thief! Scared beyond words, Snug spun around, his eyes opened wide. Standing right in front of him was Officer Buggins, Bugville's only policeman. The last thing Snug saw before tears filled his eyes were the Bugler brothers running away. Officer Buggins marched Snug back into the store, right up to a very angry Mr. McSquint. "'Why did you do it, Snug?' asked Mr. McSquint. "'You don't need to steal. If you wanted the mitt so badly, you could have saved your allowance to buy it.' "'I didn't mean to steal it,' Snug blubbered. "'The the, the Bugler Brothers told me you had hundreds of mitts. They said it wasn't stealing. They said it was borrowing.' But, said Mr. Bixquint, it doesn't matter how many mitts I have. They all belong to me. I paid for them, one and all. And, added Officer Buggins, the Bugler Brothers were fibberbugs when they told you stealing is the same as borrowing. Stealing is stealing. Now Snug understood, but it was too late. With his head hanging low, Snug rode with Officer Buggins across Sticky Finger Bridge to the hideout of the Bugler Brothers. There, after the brothers stopped crying, they pointed out all the things they had stolen. Then, Officer Buggins stuffed all three into the back seat of his official Bugville Police Department hopmobile. Slowly, with his siren wailing, he took his prisoners to Old City Hall. That very same day, Snug... Pilfer and Pinch were taken to court. They stood before old Judge Gum while Officer Buggins told the judge what had happened. After the judge had heard all the facts, he looked down at the criminals before him. Well, he murmured, I hope the three of you have learned a good lesson. They all nodded their heads. Indeed, the lesson had been learned. Most of the time, said Judge Gum, I'd throw you all in jail. But today, I'm going to make the punishment fit the crime. Snug and the Bugler Brothers gave back everything they had stolen. They gave it all back, and they said they were sorry. But there was much more to this punishment, more to this story. 
For the rest of the year, the three young bugs had to pick up litter in General Bugweed Memorial Park. For, you see, they were the best of best at picking up things that didn't belong to them. And believe me, Snug and Flitter never stole or borrowed again. But I wonder if the Bug Brothers truly learned their lesson. Only time will tell. If there is something you want and you think to steal or borrow, don't forget the Bugler Brothers and all their punishment and sorrow. <laughs>